I took a break from Harry Potter to read the new Hillary Clinton book, Hey What Happened. Let's just say it's good to be back. Chapter 10 uh, is called Halloween. It's actually called Halloween, which I think is how, like, old-timey fuddy-duddy people say Halloween. So that's fun. The chapter starts with this really bizarre commodity fetishism about a fucking broomstick. Like, this story's dual obsession with fucking giant dicks and consumer capitalism is insane. It's like everything is a phallic symbol, but also a really boring infomercial. Also, the narrator has this equally bizarre obsession with the idea of being a natural at something. It turns out that Harry is a fucking natural at Quidditch. So we're back to this, like, idiotic Calvinist belief that people are either born into greatness, uh, which can be being a wizard or being a natural athlete at this stupid game, or I'm sure, like, killing the evil Voldemort or whatever, or they're just shit and they're born into, like, fucking awful circumstances and they become awful people. That is the worldview that, that we have. It is the most non-nuanced black-and-white worldview. But as for this natural thing, here's why this is a bad choice for a kid's book. So this idea of being a natural is totally destructive to children who don't demonstrate immediate aptitude for something, which will um, inevitably lead to them internalizing that they're not good at the thing, and then because talent is thought of as this static and reified thing, and it's totally abstracted from process and, you know, working hard to get better at something. And so kids will just immediately internalize that they're not as good at whatever the thing is. And when you tell people, well, there are some people that are just naturals, it erodes this whole idea of process and working towards becoming better at something. And, of course, there's loads of sociological research on this subject, trying to tease out the role that innate talent plays versus the role that practice and environmental factors, work ethic, etc. It's all very complicated, uh, not least because even something like work ethic can contain a biological component, and obviously nature and nurture are involved in a sort of dialectical process, but none of that shit is getting explored in this book at all. It's just taken as fucking gospel that the concept of being a natural exists and that Harry Potter is one. And this goes to a larger point, which is one of my biggest problems with this book. The author never bothered to disabuse herself of any of the bullshit cultural baggage, and so she just reproduces it whole cloth. And it's like, she could easily just read a few books on, for example, how children learn, whether the concept of innate greatness is healthy or destructive to children's emotional or mental growth. But nah, fuck it. Harry's a natural, he's a member of the elite ruling class, and if you kids reading this aren't as innately talented as he is, maybe you should just shut up and sit back and resign yourself to your fate as an exploited member of the toiling classes. But of course, most of the kids reading this book are the precocious ones who identify with the Harry Potters of the world, and this is even worse for them because now it's as though the class dynamic is both desirable for them and natural, and they have every incentive in the world not to question it. And the goddamn sorting hat knows what's in your soul because there is something in your soul and it's your entire immutable essence. 
One thing I think is really weird so far is the noticeable absence of Harry's obsession with Voldy. Like, I'm sorry, but if some fucking crazy evil dude killed my family and tried to kill me and put a fucking lightning bolt on my forehead, I'd, you know, ask a question or two about him. Hey, what's that guy like? Like, hatred is this totally consuming emotion, like, like maybe even more so than love. So Harry should A, hate Voldy, and B, have a sort of all-consuming obsession with him. And it's not like Harry isn't a curious dude. The whole chapter opens with him being like, what the fuck are they guarding with that crazy-ass dog? But like, dude, an evil wizard killed your whole fucking family. Care about that. And then we get this really tedious explanation of the rules of Quidditch. And I guess the rules are going to become important to the broader narrative somehow. Because why the fuck else would the narrator go through all this tedium? I mean, it's pages and pages of the rules of Quidditch. And so the rules of Quidditch are... It's like basketball on flying broomsticks with six hoops and also some angry, either like sentient or heat-seeking balls that try to knock you off your broomstick while you're playing. And then there's also this, I don't know, side quest within the game itself. Like nested inside the game is a totally different game. And the side quest is there's this dude named the Seeker and he tries to catch this tiny ball called a Snitch. Just like, while this completely different game is going on, he's basically playing a chase game with a magic ball that's trying to run away from him. So it's kind of like those dudes in Settlers of Catan who just try to get development cards. And then, so the game explainer guy is like, so Harry, you're that dude. You're the guy that chases the fucking snitch. You're the seeker. And I think that there's a sort of metaphor here. Yeah, it's really dumb. And so, and then whichever seeker... Whichever seeker catches the snitch gets an extra 150 points for his team, and the game explainer guy explains that this means that the, that team almost always wins. So it's like the rest of the game is basically completely pointless. Like, why not just have all your dudes go after the snitch? Fuck, the, fuck these six hoops and the weird heat-seeking thing that tries to knock you off your shit. Just go for the snitch. Everybody go for the snitch. Also, I like that it's called the snitch. Because it's like this universe's way of trying to be like hard and street. Like, yo, we out here catching these snitches. Snitches get stitches. But it's like, turns out it's just some fucking dorky wizard game. Uh, the game doesn't end until someone catches the snitch. So basically, it makes no sense to even catch the snitch unless you're down by less than 150 points. So I don't know how the team that catches the snitch nearly always wins. Because that means that sometimes a team is down by more than 150 points and they decide to catch the snitch at that point and then lose? Like, why the hell would you do that? And you're just like, fuck it, I fuck, fuck this stupid game. So, like, from a game design perspective, this game is pretty awful. There are these, like, jumbled parts that don't go with each other at all. Basically, if it was just catch the snitch, that would be fine. If it was just six-hoop basketball with the bludgers, that would be fine. But the fact that these two things are combined into one game makes it an extremely poorly designed game. So sorry to all you Quidditch fans out there, this game blows. Like seriously, think about all the sports and games and shit that are popular. They're all pretty simple. Soccer, American football, basketball, chess. They're all these like basic, basically metaphorical war games. Baseball is the only one that's a little more complicated, but there's a simplicity to baseball too. But Quidditch is basically, imagine if you have people playing basketball, but then some dudes are also playing baseball at the same time. And then, oh, there are these dudes that are playing rugby with a completely different ball and this is all happening fucking simultaneously and then harry's like cool got it and then there's a troll 
and like um while the troll is like you know terrorizing the school because this is a fucking another just very interesting pedagogical thing it's like oh yeah this wizard school also has fucking literal trolls that might try to kill you and so the they evacuate the school but then bossy girl is still in the bathroom like did no one fucking think about hey maybe there's a bunch of kids in the bathroom because this is during fucking lunch hour i think i don't actually remember i was so bored by the rules of quidditch that i was kind of skimming through this chapter a little bit but basically harry and his uh sidekick friend realize that bossy girl is in the bathroom and there's a troll and so they go and they save her from the troll and harry kills the troll uh in a very weirdly graphic scene and then all of a sudden even though bossy girl hasn't changed her personality at all they decided to all become best friends and that is the end of the chapter this was one of the worst chapters of all the chapters Maybe the worst chapter since the weird chapter with Dudley Dursley. And maybe uh, the next chapter will be better because it can't get much worse than this terrible chapter. Quidditch is the dumbest game of all time.